This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. No more Harimai Kihipuna Korero, a podcast hosted by Go Eco Wakato. We are an environment and climate hub based in Kirikiriro, but we serve the wider Wakato region with a mission to be a voice for the environment, a centre for learning, and a catalyst for change. We provide community education, collaborate with and support environmental groups and projects, provide inspiration for lighter living, and advocate on behalf of the environment. Ko Kelly Pike, Toku Ingua. In our most recent episode, Hannah Huggin, our climate organiser with the Climate Action Hub, uh, was joined by Lillian Balfour and Molly Huggin uh, to share their experiences as young people in the climate action space and talked about some of the actions that they've been taking to help move our uh, local elected members uh, along in that space. Over the past month on Hipuna Kōrero, we've focused on the Wakato Regional Council to help educate listeners on the role of the Regional Council, ways that we can engage not just uh, during the election but throughout the triennium as well, and some of the bigger environmental challenges and opportunities from around the region. Of course, we can't tell you who to vote for as much as we'd like, uh, but we do encourage you to seek out information about the issues and the candidates to inform your vote in this year's local election. Voting papers will be sent to eligible voters on the 16th of September, or from the 16th of September, and need to be returned by the 8th of October. Uh, And just remember that it's a postal vote, so you will need to find a post box to return your voting pack, um, or find a ballot box near you. You'll find the most recent episodes of Hipuna Kōrero on your favourite podcast platform like Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. But don't forget to follow us so that you don't miss an episode. On the 14th of September or Mahuru, Go Eco, the Waikato Environment Centre, Te Pūmanawa o Te Waiheke, the Climate Action Hub and ACA, the Advisory Committee of the Regional Environment, hosted an online candidate forum for Waikato Regional Council candidates. He picking a wai order, enhancing wellbeing in the Waikato region, will be uh, the topic of uh, our corridor today. I'll be sharing some of the highlights from that, uh, but do want to let you know that we'll be sharing uh, that forum in its entirety of about an hour, a little bit more maybe, uh, on our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, uh, mainly Facebook, uh, that's Go Eco Wakato. So give that a follow so that you can uh, get that as soon as it comes through with the uh, voting packs uh, coming to you very shortly. Now, the main responsibility of the Wakato Regional Council is to look after our region's water, soil, air, geothermal areas and coasts so that we can all enjoy these precious resources now and for generations to come. The Wakato Regional Council covers a geographical area from as far north to the Bombays and Coromandel and as far south as Mokau and actually past Taupo. It's a huge area that includes 10 districts or city councils to work with. And just in terms of some of the numbers for the Wakato region, 
Uh, it's New Zealand's fourth largest region. There's 25,000 square kilometres, 214,609 rateable properties, 10 districts and one city. We have 10,000 kilometres uh, square kilometres of coastal marine area, including parts of the Hauraki Gulf. There's 431,278 hectares of marine mammal sanctuaries. We have Whangamarino wetland, internationally significant wetland, uh, the second largest in the North Island. We have Sanctuary Mountain Mangatauteri, New Zealand's largest mainland ecological island with 3,400 hectares. We have the Wakato River, the longest in Aotearoa, with 425 kilometres from Tongariro to Port Wakato. We have uh, 12,000 kilometres of coastline. We have Lake Taupo, the largest lake in Australasia, at 623 square kilometres. And Tongariro National Park, New Zealand's oldest national park and a world heritage area, which shows you some of the diversity around our region and some of the issues that our regional council will face uh, in terms of biodiversity or ecological uh, changes and loss and the climate crisis. I want to talk a little bit about some of the priorities or the big ticket items outlaid in the Waikato Regional Council's pre-election report, which is available on their website. And I recommend you check it out if you're a little bit uh, political nerdy like we are around Go Eco. Because there are six key issues that you should know about, particularly uh, when you're hearing from candidates to try to reconcile what... Uh, the staff or the uh, chief executive of the regional council says are priorities and what the candidates say are priorities. Sometimes they don't match. So here are the priorities uh, outlined in the pre-election report. It includes managing the increased workload from the government reforms on top of the usual work program. And actually we know over the last couple of years, COVID uh, restrictions and staff wellbeing have impacted on the ability of all workplaces, including, including our councils, uh, to keep on top of the work program. So uh, managing that increased workload will always be a challenge. Incorporating climate change mitigation and adaptation in all of their activities. I'm really happy to let you know that over the uh, past triennium or the last three years, uh, the elected council as they are now have done lots of work to uh, make sure that climate action is embedded in all of their work. That's a fantastic start. What that means is it doesn't matter so much who is elected because uh, within uh, the policies and uh, every and all the activities that they do, climate action is at the heart of it. It's fantastic. The strengthening partnerships with Iwi Māori and the Rohi, obviously that's not just a big ticket item, it's more around something that we all have to and want to do. One of the priorities is advocating for funding and financing beyond rates. One of the challenges our local authorities have, and that I'm thinking now uh uh, the likes of the Hamilton City Council or your district council and the regional council is being able to fund an increasing number of activities and expectations without necessarily having the funding or ways to uh, income streams that central government has and we might come back to that a little bit later on. 
One another priority is future-proofing our urban and rural communities in a fast-growing region. We know there's a lot of urban development happening around our cities and our towns, particularly along State Highway 1, but there are also challenges that we need to be in mind of for rural communities, particularly those along the coast or along floodplains. And the final uh, priority outlined in the pre-election report is to empower communities to play a more active role in decisions to achieve well-being outcomes. And this is something we hear a lot with Hamilton City and district councils as well. When you hear people in the community say stick to your knitting or stick to the core work, and here they're referring to things like roads and pipes, for example, But actually, local authorities are mandated to consider far more than just what you would normally think. And the well-being of communities is an integral part of this. So the mandate and scope of the work of our councils is far bigger than you probably imagine. I want to talk a little bit about representation in the Waikato Regional Council. There are eight constituencies in the Waikato Regional Council alone, including two Māori wards, whose representatives, Katarina Hodge and Tipa Mahuta of Nataikiuta and Nahoefa, respectively, have been re-elected unopposed, which means there are elections for six of the eight constituencies in the Waikato Regional Council. Uh, and I should just point out, so there's no confusion, basically a constituency and a ward is the same thing. Now, if you're not sure which constituency you are in, uh, there are maps with constituency boundaries on the council's website, but include the Thames Coromandel, Waiho, which is around Matamata, uh, Taupo Rotorua, uh, Rotorua, Waipa King, Waikato General, which is heading out to Whangaroa Raglan, and Hamilton City. Now, as I mentioned, Go Eco, Aka and Climate Action Hub hosted Hipekinga Wilder last night, an online can, uh, forum for candidates. And I'm going to share some of the, uh, a few words and themes uh, from the candidates who were in attendance there. There are 26 candidates across constituencies currently campaigning. We had 10 of those last night with a huge number of uh, either apologies or no-shows. We'll be following that up later on. Um, but I would like to also uh, share with you that in the Hipekinga Wilder Facebook event, we have shared 150-word bios and images from the candidates who were in attendance or who RSVP'd. So please check those out. Um, it's the same information that you'll be getting in the voter pack. This will just give you a little bit of a head start. So at the event, we gave candidates one minute to introduce themselves, which I know sounds a bit harsh, but there was definitely time uh, to answer other questions as well. Uh, And because this event was held just last night, I just jotted words uh, words and comments down throughout the event. So I apologise that this probably isn't going to flow particularly well, but I hope that you can pick up on some of the key themes from each of the candidates. Um, And I'm done my best to make sure that I'm representing what they said as best as I can in the time frame that I've had and by slow my slow typing during the event. Uh, so, uh, as I mentioned, we gave each candidate one minute to introduce themselves. So Dr Bruce Clarkson started us off. Uh, he's an environmental scientist and likes to take a collaborative, evidence-based approach to decision-making. He's asked that we focus on the main duties of the Waikato Regional Council and particular, uh, actually we'll come back to that later, I won't um, 
I won't fill in the gaps here just to uh, to keep this uh, with integrity. Um, he's also focused on the environment and reversing biodiversity decline, mitigating and adapting to climate change as well to ensure that we don't compromise the inheritance of future generations. Mishwela McDonald also standing, uh, sorry, and Dr. Bruce Clarkson is standing for the Hamilton uh, Hamilton constituency. Mishwela McDonald, standing for the Hamilton constituency, has worked uh, with the Waikato Regional Council. And actually, at a recent event, I heard that uh, Mishwela was the first Waikato Regional Council staff member to run for council, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, and in their time with the Regional Council, they've worked with youth or rangatahi. Uh, Mishwela uh, spoke about the need to clean the river up much sooner than the current 2096, uh, which is which is the current plan, and says that they can do better, the council can do much better, and wants to make sure that the council plays a bigger part in providing a better future for our communities. Anaru Adams is standing for the Waiho uh, constituency and is of Ngāti Hawa. Uh, and talked about having a balanced view and needing to recognise the view of rural communities as well uh, and has three areas of interest to tile, the need to enhance and care for water and increase biodiversity and also climate action. Uh, people, he tangata, uh, for balanced rates and accessible transport to improve connectivity and te ao arawa, the investment focus focused on the future. It will continue the mahi on enabling community voice in the decisions that the Waikato Regional Council make. Stu Nebone is a candidate for uh, Waipa King and is a farmer and has been a farmer actually for generations uh, in the family uh, and has been involved with the Waikato Regional Council for about 20 years after setting up a river restoration project with neighbours and then possum control over 18,000 hectares, I think. I should double-check that one. Uh, and has been a, a elected member of the Waikato Regional Council for about 10 to 12 years, he said. Uh, and the last 10 years has noted there's been impressive change with the mindset of farmers and communities. Uh, standing for uh, the Hamilton constituency is Chris Hughes, an accountant and treasurer of uh, various boards and, a and is concerned primarily about the water utilities bill um, and concerned about there being less local control. Uh, Chris believes there are cheaper alternatives to the water utilities bill and when I say water utilities bill we're talking about the three waters reform. Um, and thinks there other there are cheaper alternatives with improved outcomes. Uh, Chris has issues with co-governance, and uh, also would like to challenge the Waikato Regional Council management to deliver a budget to 2022 levels, so keeping those rates down. Dennis Teig is a candidate for the Thames Coromandel seat, uh, and was a lawyer, um, and has been. Act, have taken an active role in uh, looking after the environment for the Coromandel, including, and I don't have the right exact right words for this, uh, keeping gold miners off the beach and uh, protecting that Coromandel beach line. And he stands on a platform of three issues, climate change, protecting water and improving public transport links. He believes there's been some progress made, but not quite enough on climate.
Angela Strange, who is standing for the Hamilton uh, constituency and seeking re-election, has loved the focus uh, of being involved as the chair of transport and in the emissions reduction working group and uh, works collaboratively and is a champion for environmental education, seeing that as a way to make big change. Jennifer Nichols also standing for the Hamilton seat and has mentioned a push for stronger environmental protections, embedding climate action in everything that they do and has um, is also the chair of the Environment Committee or perhaps Climate Committee. I should, check, should check that one. Pamela Story is standing for uh, Wakato and uh, believes in community-led change. The community has the answers and they are able to identify the biggest challenges and opportunities. Pamela is a farmer with a long history of governance skills and is chair of the strategy and policy committees of the Wakato Regional Council at the moment. Barry Quayle is also seeking re-election, though this time for Waipa King Country, <coughs> excuse me, but uh, previously, or he's currently elected in the Hamilton constituency. So moving from the Hamilton constituency to Waipa King Country, Barry is currently chair of finance and wants to advance the healthy environment, strong economies and thriving communities and connecting them with good public transport to support wellbeing outcomes. We then set to ask two questions uh, of each ward to the candidates in each ward uh, just to skim through just weary of time um, we asked the Hamilton constituency candidates what issues the three waters reform will raise for the regional council Bruce Clarkson was very clear the council does not own water assets and urged us not to overplay or overthink debate due to it being outside the Wakato regional council's mandate he said it's important to work and collaborate with central government accepts weaknesses in the current proposal but supports the Hamilton city council and the work that they've done so far Ms Whaler agreed they are on the periphery um, and the real conversation has to happen between Hamilton City and central government, but uh, wasn't convinced that uh, reforms as they currently are was best for the people uh, and didn't believe that moving decision-making away from uh, the local community was for the best. Chris Hughes is standing on a, three, a Stop Three Waters platform, believes the restructure uh, is an asset grab without compensation and the proposed water services bill does not stand up to financial security. He's concerned about the loss of local control and believes it will increase overheads. Angela Strange said water reform will make their job easier as less entities to deal with and that it will make things more efficient and therefore more affordable for ratepayers. Jennifer Nicholl re reiterated the limited mandate but agreed the infrastructure needs to be improved to be future-proofed. In terms of the role of the Wakato Regional Council in responding to displacement of Pacifica communities due to the climate crisis, I think there was really just consensus there that most of this will involve uh, seeking support from central government to ensure that we have the funding required to help welcome Pacific communities uh, into Kirikiriroa Hamilton and the Wakato. Um, and also uh, Mishwela uh, brought up she'd like to explore how land could be used for papakainga for those displaced for climate, which personally I really thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's definitely agreement that um, 
the main funder is central government. Uh, Chris uh, said we should be continuing to create an environment conducive to business so that with business activity there will be more uh, employment opportunities, which is another really good point. Angela didn't actually answer the question, so we won't worry about that one. Um, we moved on to the Wakato constituency and uh, Pamela Story was asked, what does the future hold for farming in peatland? Um, and, how, and mentioned the need to identify areas that are most vulnerable and that have the most potential for re-wetting and other opportunities for that land. Um, and just uh, raise the issue, if there are going to be land use changes, we need to make sure we have really good conversations with communities and iwi who rely on that farming. Uh, Pamela would also, uh, around the question on transport, uh, connections would like to increase the use of active and public transport with reliable and frequent services and suggested that a park and ride facilities on the outside of the urban centres would be a good way to do this as well as encouraging shared services. Now I hope these snippets and they are just a sample um, were helpful for understanding the scope of the work of the Waikato Regional Council and the people vying for your vote um, and I mentioned you will be able to check out that forum uh, when it gets posted to social media. Um, unfortunately, I don't have time to run through all of the questions and answers, uh, and I apologise for that. But kete whakarongo mai, kwe he puna kōrero. This is a podcast hosted by Go Eco Wakato, um, and here I've just been sharing uh, some of the, the issues that came up at Te Pekinga Waiora, our candidate forum last night. But I do need to have some time to run through some of the events and workshops that we are hosting over the next month or so uh, to give you a bit of a heads up because we would love to see you. I want to start with letting you know about the Bike Hub. Uh, this is where you learn to fix your bike for free. Uh, as we transition to a carbon zero city, it's important that alternative transport methods like cycling are accessible to everyone. Now, our bike hub is open 10 till 12 p.m. every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes, we are proud of the extended hours. Uh, and you can find it in the Goeco car park, which is uh, accessed from Kent Street in Frankton, Kirikiriroa. There's a Meet the Candidates events for the Hamilton City Council being host, uh, where we're teaming up with our friends from Bike Wakato and Living Streets Hamilton to host an evening focused on active and public transport. There's a select group of candidates running for Hamilton City Council who are invited along to share their views on sustainable transport and answer questions from the MC for the evening. This has been hosted in Events Room 1 of the Bell Gallagher Centre at Wintech, doors, and it's just behind the cafeteria or uh, above the Wintech wall, if that helps. Uh, doors open at 6.30pm with everyone to be seated by 6.45. Fine-tune your predator control with Cam Speedy. Do you want some tips and tricks on how to increase the effectiveness of predator control for your project, community group, or backyard? And we invite you to join us for a presentation and Q&A session with Cam Speedy, a wildlife biologist with over 40 years' experience in predator control and ecosystem management. This is a free event co-hosted by the Predator Free New Zealand Trust and Go Eco Wakato, and with support from the Wakato Regional Council, I should also say.
The link to register for the free event being held at the Wakato Museum on Wednesday the 28th of September from 6pm is on our Facebook page. So that's uh, fine-tune your predator control with Cam Speedy. We do need you to register. uh, The seats are going quickly. It's not too late to enrol for our final restoration talk for Term 3 on the 21st of September. Over the term, we've heard from leaders in the environmental space, from Carolyn Hopper, Kerry Thompson, Joe Wrigley, but last but, her last but not least is Catherine Dallahunty. All speakers have been addressing the topic, building relationships with and supporting the aspirations of mana whenua whenua in restoration. Catherine Dallahunty is a titiriti educator and environmental activist living in Hauraki. She's been learning and teaching about titiriti for 25 years and is also chair of the Coromandel Watchdog of Hauraki, a spokesperson for West Papua Action Aotearoa and chair of the Basket in Thames as well as being a social and an environmental justice. Uh, she tutors for Kotari Trust and is a writer focused on titiriti issues and the role of Pākehā. The kōrero uh, is at 7.30pm on the 21st of September and can be attended on Zoom or in person at Earth Diverse 401 Anglesey Street, Kirikiriroa. We have free gardening workshops being held to support a climate-friendly and food-secure community. Gardening can be experimental, so we welcome anybody who are from beginners to more experienced growers to join us. We have a seed-growing workshop held at Waimaria Hamilton East Community House, 10 till 12, Saturday the 17th of September. A seed-saving workshop at Kuku Tarihi Community Garden, in Fairfield on the 24th of September, and that's 10 till 12. And we have an urban gardening workshop being held in our Go Eco Car Park Garden um, on the 1st of October, 10 till 12. So you can learn how to grow food in small urban spaces. These are free, although we do welcome a koha. Um, and we need you to register via uh, Eventbrite. Um, so if you head to Eventbrite and look up Go Eco Wakato, we've got the Bike Hub Garage Sale. Um, We want to keep as much as possible, so we have a little tendency to hoard bike parts and bikes, but we need some space that are having a clear out. Um, And that is happening 8 until 11am on the 24th of September. Uh, The bike hub is behind Go Eco from Kent Street. Finally for today, we've got the Recreators Workshop. Um, being hosted in our space at GoEco and it's Power Tools 101 make a chopping board so you'll learn all about woodwork and how to use tools safely and then you'll go home with your own creative project Friday the 30th of September 10 to 1pm at GoEco details from Recreators Hipuna Kōrero is a podcast hosted by Go Eco Wakato. We are a not-for-profit environment and climate haze hub based in the Wakato region with a mission to be a voice for the environment, a centre for learning and a catalyst for change. Uh, please make sure you tune in again next week, same time, or find us on your favourite podcast platform.
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.